Welcome to Kenny and the Coaches. Every week I visit with a high school coach from our great state of Oklahoma. I visit with them about their influences, what got them involved in sports, a few X's and O's, but for the most part, it's just me getting some of our coaches' stories out there for the fans to hear. This episode, though, I visit with some of the unsung heroes supporting our coaches, the coaches' wives. You always hear about them. They've almost turned into a stereotypical soundbite. Quote-unquote, couldn't do what I do without the support of my wife and kids. But I think we need to hear from them. Today, I visit with Julie Bear, Lacey McGuire, and my wife, Kara Spikner. And here's our conversation. All right, ladies, thanks for taking time. I know you guys are probably busier than us coaches are, but thank you guys for taking a few minutes to visit with me a little bit. You're welcome. Now, all coaches and a coaching staff have a role that they play. What would you what would you ladies say is your role as a coach's wife? Julie, I'll let you start off first. Um to be supportive. You know, you're uh, you just know as a coach's wife that you're in the background being very supportive and giving them different perspectives. Carol, yeah, what about you? They they see Over. it one they see it one way and I think it's and Lacey and I talk about this a lot together. It's being supportive. Cool deal. Kara, what do you think? Making sure everybody is fed. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Lacey, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, mean, I really agree with what Julie said. Like, we do talk about it a lot. Uh, as a coach's wife, I feel like I'm always there to be like, yes, Jake, that's what you should do. I agree. Yes. Like I'm his, I'm his hype man, I guess you could say. So I'm always like, what you're doing is perfectly right, Jake. Like, and I feel like that's just part of it as a wife, like, well, and a coach's wife in general, like I want my husband to know that I support him in everything he does. So I, I mean, I just always, am like, yeah, Jake, let's do whatever you need to do. Let's, I think you're making the best decisions. So yeah. I always just want to make sure like that he knows that I always support him in whatever he does. Cool. Cool. Now, Lacey, also you and the kiddos, and like I said, you're Jake's biggest fans. It's awesome seeing you know, they're in field painting. It's awesome seeing the little ones out there running around when we're painting the field. How big is it for you to not only be able to bring the kids to things, but for them and you to feel welcome to, to come and do those things? Oh my gosh. Well, first off, I feel like Velma does a very good job of letting me be included and the coaches that work at Velma have kids. So they understand like how important it is for their kids and wives to be involved. But that's what I've talked to Julie about before. Also, like, it's just always been a thing that like we take our kids to it or whatever we do, we take our kids. They always go with us. Like we had our kids because we want them to be involved in the things that we do. And so if I didn't want to have kids or if I didn't want to be involved with kids then I wouldn't have had the kids (laughs) and so like it makes such a big difference being able to even like you said go see him when he paints the field or like go see him during basketball team camp or whatever because if it wasn't for those times then I literally wouldn't get to see him and the kids wouldn't get to see him and you know how loud the paint sprayer is it's not like we're sitting there having conversations and stuff by any means but just knowing that we're in the same place and knowing that we're spending time together regardless of what that looks like I know it makes my day and I know it makes his day so if that's what it takes to be able to see him for a little bit before the kids have to go to bed 
I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, and I think that's something that's kind of changes over time. And, and some places may still kind of feel like, you know, whenever the coaches are doing stuff, you know, it's, it's our, you know, quote-unquote man time. You know, we're supposed to be doing yeah. all this manly stuff. So I think that is something that's that, that I've noticed here. It's like, you know, family is welcome. I don't know if that's necessarily the case in all places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I, I think that it, in other places, um, the family was there and they knew that they had family to, you know, that the other coaches had family, but there was still a boundary of how far you could be apart. You know, this was, um, Kenny's supposed to be doing his job at this time, not being yeah. a parent. And here at Velma, I see where it's so blended together. You know, you can be a parent and a coach at the same time, which you should be because multitasking is just something that all parents do. Yeah, yeah. The dogs had to interrupt us there for a little bit. Sorry about that. That's yeah. okay. My kid interrupts, so you're right. <laughs> now, Julie, you've been Kenny's biggest supporter for quite a while. Have you noticed kind of a change in how family is viewed when it comes to coaches' families? Well, whenever, whenever they were discussing that, I was thinking since Kenny coaches basketball, it's never really a lot of other coaches, so yeah. I just always win anyway. Like Lacey and I talk about, I always just drug my kids. I mean, even one of our children blew an inbounds play for Kenny in a playoff. <laughs> and it's just our kids are, they were always there. And, you know, some of my best role models that were coaches' wives, she would, and it brings me back to what Kara said, is that, she would make sure all of her kids were fed before she drug her kids to the basketball games. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Get those kids fed. You take them to all the ball games. You don't get a babysitter. No. That way, like Lacey said, your kids are spending time with their father. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best profession. Yeah. I agree. But take your kids to work. Yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> your kids to work day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kara, what have been some of the challenges for you being at a different school like from me? I mean, do you think it makes it easier because we're both so busy, or would you rather be at the same school? That is a very loaded question, Kenny Spikeman. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? No, I've been there, too. Uh, that, been there. Isn't that so loaded? Oh, my goodness. Yes. So we taught, we taught together um, at Fox. And he was also coaching everything, not just a couple of things, but everything. And we saw each other because he would come and pick up my first graders for PE. And um, we had that, uh, it, I don't, man, okay. <laughs> you were loaded me. <laughs> that, um, I like it better that we're at a different school because we have our own stories to tell. Even though we did when we were together, because we all had our own moments, we just get to have ourselves here because we we have separate jobs outside of here. So whenever we get here, we're not, we can have conversations about what happened during our day and it be two completely different subjects, or we can tell each other, no, nah, I don't really want to talk about it. 
I'm just going to uh, sit here and cuddle with you because we, you know, we're not tired of each other now. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think from the, the male side of that thing, I think also, too, as I've matured and got older and kind of wiser with and just having more family focused, I think it's kind of helped me uh, realize that it's not so much. I mean, I don't have to spend so much time, even whenever, you know, the day's over or coaching is over, I can let it go. You know, I mean, it's, I think that's something too, like if you're at the same place, I think if we were at the same place now, I think it might be different, but who knows, you know. Well, and we would yeah. also have that boundary of, I'm at school, I'm not your husband, don't, don't, you know, don't give me a hug, don't do any of that kind of stuff, you know, don't, you're not my wife here. And that, that boundary would sometimes come into the household just because it's hard to shut things off. Yeah, and I mean, and that was me too, like I said, just not being, thinking it was all about, you know, being, Oh, don't being take the blame for all of it. Well, no, because, well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it was all about, you know, I got to win these games. I got to do this, got to do that. And yeah. that's just not something, you know, I didn't really, I, I, on this podcast, I've asked people, asked other coaches, you know, about people, their mentor coaches and people that they always ask advice of. And I never really had that coming up. I never even really thought of doing that. And I think that oh, would have been yeah. something that would have been, like you were saying, with uh, you had a, a role model to kind of look at as a coach's wife. I think that's yeah. something that, there's, uh, and you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't think that as a coach's wife, but you do when you're young. You're you're mm-hmm. kind of like out there grasping, and and when you find somebody, kind of kind of like Lacey and I have done. I know I keep saying Lacey and I, but we kind of gravitate towards each other because we know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not normal, right? <laughs> and everybody else deals with. And it's also different. It's nice to have somebody there uh, in the stands with you, or maybe not in the stands maybe further away from the stands (laughs) because it it can be yeah when sitting behind your husband yeah (laughs) or sit yes uh yes sometimes uh, i don't know if he appreciated that all the time (laughs) for basketball if i was sitting right behind him i am rather loud but uh just being in the stands and sometimes hearing other people who might not have realized hey there's the coach's wife sitting right there or just blatantly might have realized, hey, that's the coach's wife, but yes. I don't care. And they say the negative things towards your husband, and that lioness reaction comes out, and you want to um, turn around and tell them the how-tos and where to go. You can't do that. No. And no. having somebody beside you that understands that and maybe sits with you away from everybody it, that I'm uh, that's really nice and I'm glad that Lacey uh pulled me in to get to set with her during football games and oh, yeah. I appreciate that a lot and I'm really I'm, oh sorry I'm really lucky that our oldest daughter because she keeps stats for Kenny and she is another adult that understands which is her dad so she's a little bit more um offended probably because she's not quite as used to it but it's it's nice to have her there as well it's kind of like she and Lacey and I in basketball games yeah yeah now 
all three of you, what, what are some things that are a norm for you that others may not know about as being a coach's wife? That you just kind of just come to accept it? Uh -oh. um, it's, it's like you have an extended family. Oh, yeah. Their kid, you know, you, there's the coach's players, you know, Kenny's players, it's just like an extended family. You get to know them so much and and their families and I think most people just go home and like their day's over their work day's over mm -hmm. but for us it's you know it's not which is good I like it that way yeah. yeah now as a coach we all feel the the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat um, it's easy whenever I'm sure it's pleasant whenever victories happen but how many times have you guys had to pull your husbands out of the dumps after a tough loss had to give them kind of like tough love like slap them out of it Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot. And like um, down years at different schools, yes. That give a lot of pep talks. Yeah. Lacey, what about you? Yeah, Jake's pretty good about not bringing it home. Like as far as like emotionally, like we'll talk about it and he'll say like, well, what'd you think about this guy or what do you think about this and I'm like well Jake this is what I think I don't think they did good enough or we would have won or like mm -hmm. I don't he talked about it but he tries to not like emotionally bring a lot of it home so like we obviously talk about the game and stuff but I mean usually we just talk about it and it's over with and he says well there's he's I guess it's the double a double edged sword like yeah. it's good and bad because sometimes he acts like well, they, the boys just didn't do it, so we'll do it next week. And I'm like, well, Jake, that's not how it works. Like, he just, it's over with and it's done with, so on to the next week. And I'm like, well, still, they didn't do good enough. Let's talk about it. And he's like, no, we're just on to the next week. So <laughs> he tries to not, like, fret in it very much. So he really isn't too bad about that. Yeah. I have a double whammy at my house. Oh, you do. I do. Yeah, you do. Oh, I yes, got, do. <laughs> I have the coach and the player. Oh, man. And, tough. Yeah. So hard. There have been times that it's been a really tough loss, especially when Nicholas also played. So it was two players and yeah. Kenny. And if it was a tough loss, I would look over at the person sitting next to me going, can I come home with you? <laughs> I, uh -huh. I don't want to go home. This is going to be rough. Um, Kenny handles it better than the boys did. The boys would pout and gripe, but not want to talk it out. Um, Kenny needs his moment to process it. So he's mm -hmm. really quiet at first with it. And then... It usually hits by the time I'm ready to go to bed and I've washed my face <laughs> and I'm all curled up in the blanket and then he wants to talk about it. And it's like, Dad, gummit, I was almost asleep. No, I, I tease, I tease. I'm glad that he does talk with me about the stuff and doesn't just stay yeah. quiet. Should I meet you? It's oh. so hard whenever your husband coaches your child. Oh, I can't imagine. It's, I'm not ready yeah. for that. There's, there's been times that, you know, like if Kenny would have been walking out of the gym parking lot <laughs> and I was driving by, kind of, <laughs> I might have nicked him in the knee. <laughs> but it was, it, oh my gosh, because you feel for your child and then you're kind of like, it's, it's the coach, it's not your husband, you know, you just mm -hmm. get 
not angry, but a little frustrated. Oh, I'll say angry. I'll go ahead and say yeah, angry. That's it. Yeah. We... If I was going to hit him with the car, it'd probably be <laughs> I'd say I was angry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, uh, I've, I've been on that end of the, of the wife spectrum, I guess you could say, several times hmm. with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they, most of the time, like if I'm ever getting on the, it was mainly Broderick, but if I'm ever having to get on to him, he deserved it. So it wasn't, a, yeah. it wasn't because I was being the mean old coach. It's just because he deserved it. Yeah. Now, my kids will, the two that played for Kenny will admit, yeah, we, it was our mouth. <laughs> we did. We deserved it. Uh, now, how, how important is it, do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of know you two a little bit how important is it for you as a coach's wife to enjoy the sport or the sport your husband coaches could you imagine trying to do it if you didn't even like the sport oh, oh God. no but jake is blessed because lacy's an athlete and i was never an athlete okay so i was just, i wasn't just, an athlete I'm a, either i'm just like a good fan so i don't i don't really know how to suggest anything like lacy would but i'm a really good fan and I think it's very important, like back to your question, to enjoy the sport your husband coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, like if I, if Kara were like coaching a sport that I really just couldn't sit through, there's a few of them. I I don't know how I can handle it. I'd probably. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I don't want to say the sport that I'm thinking of. But yeah, probably know what it is. I know. Yes. What it is. <laughs> I just I could. There's been times that I've actually had to coach that sport, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is this over yet?" I want to go. Home. Now, yes. on on a different take on that question, there has been a time that I coached Roderick's little basketball team because they didn't have anybody to coach. And they were like, hey, you're already here at school because you teach here. This would be Uh, perfect. They don't have a coach. You know, that whole, they really suckered me in to do this. And so I'm there, I'm coaching, I'm trying to do this. And then I got critiqued by the man. And uh, it was, I I did not, I did not like that. Now I, I like, it was basketball. I played basketball, not in high school, but because there were other things to do for me. But um, when I would be on the sidelines with the, with the kids, I could feel him behind me. And I just wanted to, even though he wasn't saying anything, he wasn't, you know, I, I felt what he wanted to say. I felt all of it. And I wanted to turn around and go, you can't be here right now. <laughs> this is, you're making me nervous. Yes. Now, have you guys had the, Lacey, I'm pretty sure you haven't, but have, how have you guys handled moving and changing schools? Oh, um, well, kind of like I said earlier, it was just always something I always promised Kenny that it, whenever you want to move, we'll move. But it, you get really good at it. We were really good at um, taking apart a baby bed and putting it, putting it <laughs> together because we've lived in like Ada, Cushing, Moore, Apache, and then came to Velma, but we just just get really good at it and I think one of the hardest things would be when my children are young and I'd have to find someone to keep my babies oh a daycare and that was always extremely hard Mm -hmm. and then our oldest had to she ended up moving to five different schools before we settled here and that was always 
always hated that for her. Yeah, I mean, like, I always kind of thought like our our children. I always kind of that's probably the biggest thing moving wise was wondering how or kind of worried about how the kids would handle it. But I mean, to our kids' credit, I think that, and I think yeah. kids in general anymore. I think it was probably harder longer ago, you know, moving into a new place. But I think yeah. when more kids are so receptive of other kids. Yes. You know, I think that's. I agree. I think that's been pretty easy for and when your dad's a coach you kind of have a little bit of an end a yes, little bit mm -hmm. yes. yeah. yeah i don't know if y'all uh -huh. knew this but when we moved here to velma um i never saw the house oh until we pulled up in the u-haul <laughs> like we were we were in that day with the u-haul all of our stuff and that was the first time that i saw the house that we live in here and i i am so thank you thank you lord I bet you are that very... this place looks like it like it does yes. it is fantastic it's huge and it is wonderful everything about it but i tell you what um kenny spagner <laughs> that should that should tell you something right there oh, <laughs> wow. not to toot a horn uh, right there that i'm sitting on but yeah toot toot he did well. <laughs> <laughs> Lacey, how about you? Oh, well, we've never moved anywhere. Well, I mean, we you had to move You had to move here, didn't you? I mean, are you, you're not from here, are you? Well, well, no, I'm not from here. <laughs> but Jimmy is obviously he graduated from here. It actually kind of made me want to talk about your other little question that you asked about, I don't remember what it was, something about basically your identity as a coach's wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of moving here, uh, I think the hardest part, kind of like going off of what Kara was saying, was like when I moved here, everybody here loved Jake and uh, they knew him as like the good kid that's a good athlete and all the good things about Jake. And so coming here, like following here, following him here instead of going where my family was, it was like everybody was always like, oh, well, we, yeah, we love Lacey because she's Jake's wife. And it was so hard at first because I was like, well, I want them to love me for me, like, because I'm a good person, mm -hmm. not because, oh, well, I'm just Jake's wife. Yeah. So I think that was really hard for me, like, as far as wanting to be my own person. But also, like, it was nice having it in, knowing, like, oh, well, people are going to like me just because I'm Jake's wife. But, I mean, I think that's the hardest part moving here wise well that and not having my family here to watch my kids because yeah. oh, that is of, that's hard Lacey not oh, having yeah. your family it's very hard yeah because my mom I mean she would help out any day that I needed her to but I mean she's just so far away she really can't mm -hmm. so I mean that's really the hardest part about it but I mean like we've kind of all three said like we would obviously follow our husbands to the end of the yes. earth so yeah. it's worth it if that's where he wants to be yeah yeah, well said. Very well said. Like I said, I can I can't speak on it from my point of view, but I mean, Kara's had to kind of move different places with me. I mean, she's from Stringtown and she's not lived on this on the other side of thirty five and twenty something years. So, yeah, I, I, I think and I think so. Also, as husbands, you don't really think about that a lot either. It's kind of like you know you just want to kind of look at what's best. What do you think is what's best for you and and your situation and things like that I, hopefully that's kind of changed for me on my on my part of yeah. it well and and every time that we have moved it hasn't ever been just kenny comes in and says 
I got a new job, we're moving, and I start packing boxes. It's never been like that. It's always been a discussion where we talked about it. We did the pros and cons of what it would be like, or if, and you know, I started looking for what what would work for me on jobs, and if it wasn't, I'm. Uh, we've we've always done that, and there have been times where other places have worked best for Kenny, but there was there wasn't anything for me, and he would pass that up because it didn't work best for both of us, and that's that I would follow him anywhere, and I know he knows that, but he also loves me enough to take me into the consideration. Yeah, we've moved to a few towns where I had to um, really go in and interview in a lot of different schools and like mm. sell myself to to try to get a job. And it's it was difficult to move and not have a job. Yeah, it was it was very difficult. One school like at Apache, I just had to sub, do long term subs or sub in, in a dark gun. I did not I did not like that, but mm. it's certainly nice now that I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, okay, before I let you three go, um, I always ask three questions. Uh, at the end, it's a little bit off the wall. It's usually the same three questions, but I had to change it up since I had three three guests. Um, okay, you go to the, there's not a any place in town that really makes pizza, like the pizza specialist, is there? Yeah. ENS, okay. All right, let's say you go to ENS and they and you order the Julie Bear, Lacey McGuire, and Kara Spagner pizza. What's on it? It's everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. Leave the fish off, though. No fish. It's spicy. There's a little bit of spice to it, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's got a kick. Yes. Yep. Jalapenos, but not the deadly kind. Not the ones yeah. that make make yeah. you cry. I'm glad we're free. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. What kind of crust? I get all that on. It's gonna have to be like the thick. Thin and crispy. Ooh. Stuff. Gluten free. And <laughs> <laughs> gluten free only comes in one kind: thin and crispy, like cardboard. So. All right, uh, you three, you could meet any famous person, past or present, sit down and talk to. Who would it be? Oh, my gosh. Um, that's a hard one. <laughs> yes. Mine would be a famous athlete, probably. And I'm not an athlete, never was, but it would be somebody like, you know, the, is it Last Chance, the one that was about Michael Jordan? Oh, the Last Dance? Um, yeah. Last mm -hmm. Dance, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's, it rhymes with dance, Chance. <laughs> Someone like him that, yeah. I don't know, he is just, he is just different. Yeah. Lacey? Um, probably Derek Jeter. Oh, goodness. Ooh. Why? Good one. Why Jeter? Why? Uh, I just think he's a good person, and I'd like to talk to him about baseball. And I'm just a softball baseball, well, not so much baseball, but I love softball, and I think he is a, very, very influential person, so I'd like to talk to him. Cool. I'm just not a Yankees person. That's the reason I asked that. Not a big Sorry. Yankees fan. Carol, what do you think? I could come up with lots of different ones, but the one that is really ringing in my head right now is Madonna. 
she's just been so um, transcending and uh, has put herself out there in so many ways and gone through so much hearing from people, putting her down, and, and she still pushes the limit. And I just think that that's really, really cool for somebody to um, still be what she is now and uh, having the, the power that she does. Uh, that's kind of really, really inspiring. Cool. All right. Kara. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, Not as deep as your pizza, but yeah, we'll go. <laughs> All right. I think that um, Dennis Rodman would, Rodman would be really cool to meet. I would really like to meet him. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I watched him play in real life, but it was in college. Oh, I'm jealous. That yeah. would be. So it was. It, it was but southeastern days whenever he was there. Yeah. All right. Final question. All right. What would be the best piece of advice you could give uh, a newlywed coach's wife? Be flexible. Be flexible. I mean, if he wants to move, if he wants to switch the sports that he wants to coach, because it happened with us, just be flexible and supportive. Cool. Be a good listener as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like I'm still kind of there right now. I still try to learn a lot from Julie. There's so many times that I go to her and I'm like, Julie, listen to this. What do I do? Or Julie, this is what we're going through. What do you think? Like I, I, so I feel like I'm still learning so much, but I feel like one of the things that Julie has really, really, really taught me is just to be so supportive. Like if that's what they want and that's what makes them happy, then whatever we need to do to get it done, babe, that's what we'll do. So I mean, I think just being as supportive as you can, I, I really like what y'all say about the being supportive and being flexible. I totally agree with that also. But um, I also think that we're also there to um, bring them back to earth. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that, that coaching world can wrap them up and consume them so much that we also have to be their, their rock, their ground that they hang on to, to, um, to keep them stable not that they would get big heads or anything like that, but they just need that. That world can just turn into a tornado, and I yeah, think we like have like a downward spiral. Oh, it it can big time. It I mean, it has so many highs and lows to it, and we've got to be the one that um, that is is the solid for them. Yeah, it's always there, always love. Yeah. And I've literally um, grounded Kitty a little bit before, grabbed him by the arm whenever he was getting a little bit too mouthy with the ref and like kind of yank him on the arm to calm down a little bit. He has, he has mellowed a lot through the years, though. Well, well He's mellowed a lot. he and I have a lot in common because, uh, you know, I've had to be put in my place towards refs myself. So <laughs> <laughs> It makes me a little bit nervous, but it doesn't him because he has it all figured out. But I'm like, yeah, sit down. <laughs> Well, ladies, I want to thank you all again for agreeing to do this. Just want to tell you that the sacrifices you guys have made and will make and the love and support that you show us coaches is something that we probably don't communicate our appreciation enough, but you are just as vital to our success as anything that we could ever do. So thank you guys for that, and thank you guys for being on with me. 
Well, thank you. And thank you for noticing that. We we really appreciate it. We really oh, do. You're cooking dinner after this, right? <laughs> yeah, one time we'll all show up. Yeah. That's our that's our payment for doing this is that he cooks dinner. That's true. <laughs> that, that sounds good. <laughs> Thanks again to Julie, Lacey, and my wife, Kara. I'm going to use that cliche I talked about earlier and say that I couldn't do what I do without Kara's support, not just in the sporting aspect of my life, but every aspect. I would have never started this podcast if it weren't for her encouraging me to do it. And I want to thank you for listening. A new episode comes out every Sunday at 10 a.m. on your favorite podcasting site and every Wednesday at 3.30 exclusively on the Kenny and the Coaches Facebook page is Not So Instant Replay. Check out the official Kenny and the Coaches website in the description. And if you're on Twitter or X, just search at Kenny Coaches. And don't forget, that's K-E-N-N-E-Y and the Coaches. Until next time. This episode was recorded on September 27th.